Good afternoon, Highland. Um, glad that you're able to join me in this. Um, I apologize, or we apologize, for um, the technical difficulties that we're having. That's why this show, or excuse me, this show, this lesson is being pre-recorded for you. Um, so that way there's no interruptions, no glitches, that kind of thing. So I'm going to keep this lesson kind of short today um, for that reason. Uh, well, really for the reason of uh, I have to upload this video to YouTube and Facebook. And I don't want the file this time to be too big to where um, it takes forever for it to load or it doesn't load at all because the file is too big. So this lesson is going to be kind of short today. And I apologize for that. But I want to make sure that this video is uh, pre-recorded. Uh, and it is uploaded. So uh, what we're talking about today, and, and by the way, Happy Easter. Hopefully you're having a, a great day. And if you have kids, hopefully you were able to do some egg hunting. And if you don't have kids, maybe you still want to do some egg hunting. And uh, so hopefully you did that. Um, but I hope that you appreciate that today, um, the whole entire world, it seems like, is uh, mindful of the resurrection of Jesus. And that's an amazing thing, but let's, let's try our best to remind people every Lord's Day that Jesus is risen, right? It's not about just today. It's about every day, every Lord's Day, every Sunday, that we should be reminding people that Jesus has risen. And because he rose, we look forward to the day when we pass from this life that we will rise to. So um, uh, those, of course, who are in Jesus Christ. So we look forward to that day. So again, I'm going to make this sort of fast, sort of quick. Um, and again, I apologize, but I, again, I want to make sure that this video gets uploaded. So we are in the book of Second Peter, and we're going to actually be looking at the book of Second Peter um, for the next three um, Lord's Days. So today and for the rest of April, we're going to be looking at Second Peter. There's three chapters in the book of Second Peter. And so today we're going to be talking about growing in faith from Second Peter chapter 1. Um, and so what I want you to appreciate is that there is a repeat. There are uh, two repeated phrases that we find throughout the book of Second Peter. Uh, and I think it holds for us the theme for our discussion or the theme for um, the next three Sundays. Uh, and that is knowing God and our Lord Jesus Christ. That's found three times in this chapter or three times in this book, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 2, 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 20, and 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. And then we also find seven times, including these three times, we find the phrase, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we find this three times just in chapter 1 in verse number 8, 11, and 14. So we're going to be sort of dealing with these verses, if you would, for the short time that we have. But I want you to appreciate that everything that we know and do is built upon or is in light of our deepened relationship with God and our King. That's what this word knowing means. It's building or deepening our relationship with God, deepening our relationship with Jesus. So that's essentially what I believe Second Peter is primarily trying to get, or the overreaching theme, if you would, of this book, is building our relationship with God and our King. And because of that relationship, there is a deeper and different understanding of growing in faith than what the world would have you understand faith being. Um, how many of you have heard that 
faith is a blind leap, right? That blind leap of faith. And a lot of people associate that type of thinking with Bible, right? It's a blind leap of faith. Well, no, when you study what faith really is in the Bible, faith is built on concrete evidence, right? It's built on concrete evidence, as the Hebrew writer would point out to us in Hebrews chapter 11, but it is built on knowing and deepening also our relationship with God and our King. So when we're growing in faith, we should be doing it in light of our relationship with Jesus and our relationship with God. Okay, so so let's get into this really quickly here for the few minutes that we have. So the chapter starts off by Peter basically saying this in verse number one of chapter one. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained a faith of equal standing with ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I want you to appreciate this. And this is why it's so awesome when you study this book. Peter is basically saying that our faith is can be at equal standing as he is or any other apostle. And that's awesome because I think sometimes when we study the apostles, we kind of study them like supermen, you know, or superheroes, right? Uh, that we, you know, they're, they're way up here and we're way down here and there's no way we can reach it, you know, and it's almost mythical or legendary, right? Who these men were. But we got to remember that these were just ordinary men. They weren't special because of who they were. They were special because of their relationship with God and our King. That's what made them special. So we can grow in our faith just like Peter, just like Paul, just like any other apostle. We can grow in our faith. So you got to appreciate that Paul begins, or excuse me, Peter begins, I keep wanting to say Paul, Peter begins by saying, that we can have an equal faith to his. That's big. That's huge. So I want to. I want you to drop down to verse number uh, eight, where we see that phrase again. Knowledge. Uh, where, where, excuse me. Where we see that phrase. Uh, phrase. Knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We see the phrase our Lord Jesus Christ. So watch what's connected to. Okay. So verse number eight. For if these qualities being these qualities right here that we're going to discuss in just a moment. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what's the overarching over, um, goal here? I believe the goal is found in verse number eight, that we are effective and faithful people or we are effective and fruitful in our relationship with Jesus. We are effective and fruitful in our relationship with Jesus. It's about building our relationship with God. It's about building or deepening our relationship with Jesus. If that's the end goal, then everything else falls into place. It's not about how many people can we bring to the gospel. It's not about how um, how um, brilliant we may look when it comes to knowing Bible. It's not about that. It's about building or deepening our relationship with Jesus. And that's your focus. Then everything else is going to fall into place. Everything else is going to fall into place. Nothing else is going to matter. Okay. So what are we to grow 
in or how can we be effective in fruitful relationship with Jesus? That's where the faith building comes in. And so just for a brief moment, let me take you through this really quickly here. So in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-7, through 7, notice what he says here. And, and by the way, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to this, but just, just bear with me here. So for this very reason, make every effort to supplement or add to your faith virtue. And I apologize, I miss virtue here, but just imagine that's here. Virtue, um, and with virtue, knowledge, and with knowledge, self-control, with self-control, with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love okay so what does faith building look like what do we build upon so these are building blocks if you would and they're all connected right they're all connected to this idea of faith okay so again this is a concrete thing this is not something that we are blind a blind leap. This is not what that is. This is concrete. It's based on evidence. It's based on a surety. So how do we build upon that faith? Well, we have to have virtue, excellence. How is excellence accomplished? By knowing God and our King. You see where this all connects back to the theme? Growing in our faith means, or growing in our faith should be radically different because it's connected to knowing God and our King. Okay, so we grow in faith by being virtuous or excellence. Okay, so we're always striving for excellence. But how do we get to excellence? We have to have knowledge. We got to know what excellence is. We got to know what that looks like, right? And and I think oftentimes we're very good within the body. Um, uh, we're very good at the knowledge part, right? Uh, most people, I mean, even when you think about us in the 50s and the 60s, especially, people were known as Bible thumpers, right? Because they knew their Bible, right? They knew their Bible. But here's the part that I think is the disconnect sometimes. I think we can have faith and, and we may even have excellence and we may even have knowledge, but then sometimes I think we miss self-control, right? Self-control is hard because we live in a country in uh, in a culture and in, in a in a and this is not something different. I think I talked about this before in another lesson. It's not like it's something completely different uh, to our culture, um, but men have always men have always had trouble with this idea of self control, right? But we learn self control by learning Jesus, by learning God and what He did and how He practiced self control. So self control is important. So, but, but once you have self-control, what happens then? You're able to be steadfast, unmovable, always about in the work of the Lord, right? So you're able to be steadfast and steadfastness is going to bring about what? Godliness. You see how this builds upon itself, right? So we can obtain godliness. So what does godliness look like? It looks like brotherly, it looks like brotherly love. So we can obtain this, right? Brotherly love. Um, and I think. This one, this type of love is a lot more easy because it's built upon emotion, right? It's built upon that com uh, camaraderie. Um, but here's the part that's I think is more difficult. It's this love right here, agape. So yes, we build our faith on virtue. We build our virtue on knowledge. We build our knowledge on self-control. We build our self-control on steadfastness. We build our steadfastness on godliness. We build our godliness on brotherly love. But it should always bring us to agape. It should always bring us to the type of love that God had for us by sending his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. 
That's the ultimate goal. So I think this is really a stair step to building us to this point because this is the hardest type of love to obtain. I think that we think that we understand this love all the time, but I think we don't because how many times do we not love our enemies? How many times do we not even love our spouses, right? We we hate them in the moment because they made us angry, right? Or or that brother and sister that did me wrong or, you know, so this is not, and maybe even God, I hate to say that, but maybe even God, because something terrible happens to our life and we wonder, God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? So this is not the easiest thing to accomplish. It's not. It's tough to accomplish this type of love. But when these things are built upon each other, we truly build a solid foundation of faith. And notice what he says about this faith. Verse 9, for whoever lacks these qualities uh, is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm, confirm your calling election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. You will never fall, for in this way there will be richly provided for you an interest into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So when these are built upon, going back to verse number 8 and continuing the thought even down to verse number 10, we are effective and fruitful. We are effective and fruitful, and we are entering into the eternal kingdom. So a few things that I want you to think about as we're, as we're wrapping this up. Pete doesn't want to think about. Number one, faith building is growing in Jesus. Faith building is growing in Jesus. And just so you understand something, when the Bible or the gospel accounts talk about Jesus growing in faith and knowledge um, and, and with uh, good standing with God and man, this is what we're talking about. And that may seem weird, right? Well, how could God be growing in these things? Well, Jesus had to live the human experience. So guess what? He grew in his faith. He grew in his virtue. He grew in his knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly love, and agape. He grew in that in order to live out the human experience. Now, that may be weird, right, to us because, again, we think about Jesus and we think about he's 100% God, 100% man, and that's true, but he had to live out the human experience. So he literally grew in these things. The only difference between him and us is that he never sinned. That's the only difference. He never sinned and he became the perfect sacrifice for our sins, right? But he grew in this. And so we can look at the example of Jesus and we can also grow in our faith. We can also grow in our um, uh, relationship uh, here on this earth with God. And so did he, and so did Peter, so did Paul and the other apostles. We can have that faith, right? So faith is literally growing in Jesus. Faith, when we build our faith, we are literally knowing and building our relationship with Christ. The second thing is knowing Jesus requires some work. I know that this popular out there that, you know, there's no work involved in our salvation. And, and there is it from the standpoint of that we cannot save ourselves. But the moment that we become saved, there is some relationship building that we are now responsible for. There is some relationship building that we have to do. There's some work to be involved. It takes work to build a relationship with anyone, including God. So there is some work that you and I have to do in knowing Jesus and our King. Um, and then number three, we partner with God in faith build, in the faith building process. Notice verse number five or three. 
His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has who called us to his own glory and excellence. So when we do this, growing in faith in light of knowing God and our king, we are literally partnering with God who bestows this power in us so that we can build our faith. It's this divine power that, again, we cannot obtain ourselves. So, yes, um, faith building is growing in Jesus, his example, his knowledge. Knowing Jesus requires some work, so there's some effort that we have to put into it. But we ultimately understand that we partner with God who helps us through the faith building process. So growing in faith in light of knowing God and our King is radically different. It's radically different and our faith um, will stand the test of time and our faith um, is not a blind leap. It's concrete because it's built on Jesus. So that's your lesson for today. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully that will encourage you uh, the rest of your week. God bless you. We'll see you next time.